developing skills as I went along. Like when I started, I didn't have any skills besides being able to use Photoshop. Yeah. And then I learned how to screen print, I learned how to tie dye, and now I know how to use Illustrator. It was like, and that was kind of the inspiration behind Matic. Learning by doing, getting over those fears of failure and not, and also just changing the frame of mind, not seeing failure as a failure, seeing mm -hmm. failure as lessons learned and stuff like that. But tea is just a totally different experience. Welcome to the tea show. 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 And this is Tea Tea Together. We got Dean Wally on the on the show today to tea together welcome on how are you doing dean i'm good thanks for having me yes and this is a very exciting episode because um dean is actually a clothing uh it's a founder of matic which is a clothing production uh design you know startup that he just started recently and we're very excited to talk about a lot of things this this episode about uh college students who are you know pursuing something we're passionate about and so yeah let's um Welcome, Dean. We, you're a rising junior at Wake Forest studying computer science. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself, Dean? Uh, sure. Uh, so I grew up in Duxbury, Massachusetts, which is about an hour south of Boston. Um, I've lived here basically my whole life. Uh, and then I went to Wake Forest for college. Uh, and I've been a fan of clothing and streetwear since like my sophomore year of high school. Um, and I kind of got into that through Kanye and just like, that's mm -hmm. like what well, he kind of introduced me to it. And then like, I've been, I've been trying to, I've been making clothes since my junior year. Right. Um, yeah. And then, so that's like, that's where we're at. Very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. And I, I've been following your design since I, I discovered it and it's um, some crazy, some crazy uh, designs, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. And we're also drinking tea. I'm having some Dian Hong, uh, which is a type of black tea from Yunnan, and you're having... I'm having Iron Goddess. Iron Goddess, nice. And how do you like it? Because I know you you just got into tea, right? Yeah, I never had loose leaf tea before uh, we had started talking. Uh, mm -hmm. Definitely is like different than anything else I've had. Uh, I'm a big coffee drinker. I drink my coffee black. Um, but tea is just a totally different experience. Right. And yeah. it's... Um... And you like it so far? I love it. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. Um, let's, let's get into the talk. Okay. You know, so we're all, we're all college students. And it's obviously clearly something that we're passionate about in addition to our, um, our academics and social life that we're working on. And so, like, you know, with this episode, I want to focus on discussing the process and the experience from all of this and how it contributes to, you know, our, our creative work and our pursuing our passions. And so to start, I'm curious, what, what inspired to start your clothing business? Uh, yeah, so I kind of touched on it already, but uh, you know, I was like a sophomore, junior in high school, um, and I just discovered Kanye West's music then. And in under discovering Kanye and looking into Kanye, uh, you know, I discovered this whole other half of his career of you know, clothing design, right. um, you know, with the Yeezy line um, and everything. And he worked with uh, you know, a bathing ape, he worked with Louis Vuitton and then with Adidas and Nike. Um, and then, so that kind of like was the tip of the iceberg for me for like finding out about men's fashion and streetwear. And then like the rest is kind of history. Um, mm. I sunk my teeth into it. 
um, I just kind of got hooked, like started reading all the blogs, following all the YouTubers. Um, and then, you know, eventually, like you, if you're around it enough, um, I was just like, oh, I want to like, I want to do my version of, you know, this. Cause it's like, um, and I think this is like kind of a good starting point to talk about like this thing, like we're, we're working with our passions. It's just like um, when you're in an environment and you're, and you're looking around and you're like, I think I could do it better than, you know, yeah. And uh, like, I think everybody else like needs to change a few things. And it's like, that's just like the, that's like what kind of sparked the fire of like wanting to create my own business. Right. And I see. So like, you, you've been influenced by influencers like Kanye. Yeah. Um, that's influenced you to start your own clothing. And I remember before we had a conversation, you also talked about in high school, you were asked to, to also start a clothes to help, to help your classmate design some apparel right oh yeah so this was like the actual push towards towards making uh you know a real brand was i was i was in the introduction to photoshop class and my two of my friends approached me they said hey like this kid who is older than us just started a clothing line um and they said you know we think we could do it better but we we don't know how to use photoshop so we're wondering if you can make us a logo yeah uh, and so I was like, sure. Um, and then, so we like, we were on Skype, I was doing it. Um, and that they, they said to me, they're like, the brand name is unregulated apparel. And, um, you know, we don't know anything else than that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> they're like, I was like, do you know, like, what, what's the message? Is there anything like, they're like, not really like, and then, so um, that one I ended up doing, it just says uh, it was, a, it was just a, originally it was just a font that said unregulated, but then right. the R had an R with an X um and it was like uh it was supposed to be like drugs are unregulated but at the mm -hmm. time it was supposed to be because drugs are cool like because i was i was literally a freshman in high school um but then as uh we tried to i made a couple of designs and then we tried to put that into like production but then they didn't want to put up the money and i didn't have any money because i was a freshman in high school and then so that just kind of died um and then later on my little brother was like do you remember those unregulated designs that you did and i said yeah and he said would you want to like put it do it for real with me and i said yeah um and then so that was like the real you know when we actually made clothes mm -hmm. um but then that just kind of died out for a lot of reasons because um i didn't really know what i was trying to do with it i didn't right. really ask people the designs were a little bit uninspired like and basically it was like i didn't associate it with being like pursuing my passion, my life's mission. Like I just kind of like did it to do it. If you, if that makes sense. Right. And so that was with unregulated. It wasn't really your own vision. With no, the... exactly. It was like in, in its origin, it wasn't mine. Right. Yeah. And how did that progress to Matic, Matic Boston? Yeah. Um, so, so then unregulated was just the name I was using. Cause I was like, I can't think of a better name, you know, this is whatever. Um, but so I had, I started actually making my own t-shirts outside of unregulated summer after my senior year of high school. And mm -hmm. so this was like, I ordered a screen printing kit off of Amazon. Uh, and then I ordered some tie dye uh, ink and I ordered some t-shirts off of blankshirts.com. And so I used what I knew from Photoshop to make a design. Mm -hmm. um, the first design I did of like printing my own clothes, because uh, I, I, the problem was that we spent like $2,000 getting all these hoodies and sweatshirts made that just set on regulated. Um, and we didn't have any way to sell them. 
we didn't have like uh you know we just didn't we didn't do anything with it and then so right this time i tried to do it differently by starting with almost nothing um like no overhead and just you know trying to make one thing and then see what people think and if it's going good then make more right Uh, and then so i made this design that it was like kind of a play on the travis scott nike collab right um but it wasn't you know it was like it was kind of a it was a kind of a re reimagining of that. It, it, I made a design, but it didn't actually exist. And it was the Nike swoosh with the cactus Jack smiley face. And it said cactus instead of like Nike and the Nike font. And I, so I made that. I bought some Hanes white t-shirts at Walmart. Um, and then I tie dyed them, screen printed the uh, design just from like watching YouTube videos on how to make a screen. Uh, oh, wow. Printed. Yeah. And then like, they were like really bad quality. Like, uh, like, uh, they were like the, the shirts were terrible. Um, and like the tie dye was pretty good, but like, you know, the prints weren't coming out even every time, but, um, I showed them to some of my friends and like put them on my Snapchat story and people were like, Oh, like, yeah, like I want one. Like, you know, it's like, and, and that was a pretty crazy feeling. Like the first time being like, uh, like, you know, transacting. Yeah. Your own sale, right. your first sale. Right. Um, and like, and, and like having this girl, you know, a friend of mine, she was just like gassing me up about it. She's like, this is so sick. Like my older sister wants one, like, and, and that yeah. feeling of like, st- like, oh, this, like, like, this is starting to like become a thing. Like, you know, that summer I did maybe like 20 shirts. Right. Summer, and I was like, and I was psyched. I was like, that's amazing. You know, it's like, exactly. I did probably like two shirts for unregulated that I actually sold. Um, and then. I went to school and kind of dropped it. You know, I was a freshman in college uh, and then I came back COVID uh, COVID hit. uh, Right. And then um, I know that's something that you wanted to touch on was like uh, how COVID, you know, changed things. Right. Right. I was, was, when you brought up COVID, I was about to. Yeah. Yeah. Continue off. So, so yeah. yeah. No, you go for your. Okay. Yeah. But basically COVID hit, sent us home. I hadn't thought about making clothing um, for the most part. I'd done a few designs just like in my free time. Um, yeah. But, like at school, but really wasn't like worried about it. Then COVID hit and, um, you know, it's like, it was terrible. It was really like, I was miserable during COVID. It was like, really had a negative impact on me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely just like not happy. Um, and then, so I was like, oh, I should, you know, like you know, something that I can do around the house that might be fun because this is partially because I saw it a lot on TikTok, people making shirts. And I was like, right. oh, I should go back to it. Right. Like, um, so I started making shirts out of my garage uh, again. And, you know, it was like my second summer doing it. Uh, I was a little more experienced. I was now ordering my own like blanks, um, not getting them from Hanes packs at Walmart, um, kind of just like had a, li- a bit more knowledge about like how to make these shirts and and i did like better numbers i was selling them on grailed too which is you know just uh, like eBay, ebay for fashion like right but it wasn't now it wasn't just my snapchat story it was like it was i was selling them on a website to you know the general public as well as people who i knew from my hometown um and it was just like that second summer it was like okay like things started to really pick up and i was like i was but i wasn't doing any original designs was the only problem I was, I was still printing, like I was, the main thing was the, the bleach dyeing and the tie dyeing, but I was yeah. using Travis Scott inspired or Travis Scott ripoff designs. Okay. And then, so the still Matic was still not a thing at this point. Mm-hmm. And then um, this like 
this past semester is when I was starting to be like, okay, like now it's time to like really put it under a name and commit to it. Cause this third summer was coming up. Right. Um, yeah. And so like, as you know, I started making TikToks where I just film myself making designs for t-shirts. I started, I started to learn Illustrator. I didn't know Illustrator before. And that's like another tool um, that I just like has made a huge difference in what I can do. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just kind of been the thing is just like developing skills as I went along. Like when I started, I didn't have any skills besides being able to use Photoshop. Yeah. And then I learned how to screen print. I learned how to tie dye. And now I know how to use Illustrator. It was like, and that was kind of the inspiration behind Matic was that it's just like learning by doing and mm -hmm. learning. It's, and that was the whole thing. It's just like, um, you can't be afraid to start, you know, it's just yeah. it's like that. And that, that's the whole inspiration behind it. It's just learning by doing and that's being big. to try something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So up until this semester, even last year when COVID was happening, you were still, you were still like, every like during the summer you were still making sales and making prints um but not under matic under unregulated i was yeah that was still under like the name of unregulated but it was kind of barely even that you know it wasn't there wasn't a lot of branding going on it was yeah just, put it on my snapchat story um i made like i made these t-shirts you know somebody buy them and yeah people would swipe up and now i see you um with matic you're a lot more intentional in your um like in your presence on, you know, on social media and like what, what kind of content you're putting on and designs you're putting out. And it, it's definitely starting to take shape in, in the, in the form of like um, having a more sense of having a greater sense of like a fashion presence to it. Like it's a lot more apparent now. And from, from when you were running, you know, when you're doing stuff for unregulated to stuff like Matic, that's now a lot more personal and a lot more aligned with your vision. How, how did that process change? Like, what are some factors that influence, you know, that change to become more, much more committed to, to pursuing this project? Yeah, um, I'd say definitely. Well, reading The Alchemist was one thing. That was something in that second summer where I was, you know, doing a lot more volume. Uh, I was also introduced by a friend to this book, The Alchemist. Yeah. Uh, we, we've spoken briefly about this before, but basically this, this story is about, um, pursuing your personal legend right. and it uh, basically it tells the tale of a shepherd boy who ends up um, you know in deserts of Egypt trying to find this secret treasure that he doesn't know what it is but he knows that it's there but basically um, the metaphor is that uh, everybody has a mission in life right uh, whether it's extremely clear or not mm -hmm. uh, but the universe conspires to help you achieve that legend if you're willing to listen to mm -hmm. um and so that was one thing was like i had i was i was posting stuff on my other instagram um before my instagram formatic and like my aunt reached out to me who i don't speak to that much she was like you come from a family of artists like da -da -da -da, all this stuff she's like you like do this do this like and i was like wow you know it's like um that's pretty crazy because uh you know it's just like that's something i didn't even know about my family and then like oh wow yeah people were like people were reaching out to me to buy this stuff. And it's just like, it felt like, you know, that was like, those were the signs like that this is something I need to keep doing. Yeah. Cause right. And also me reaching out with, for the podcast and. Um, oh yeah. No, even more lately than yeah. not. Yeah. Especially you reaching out. Cause like 
um that's you reached out right after i started like or right around when i started matic which was like huge because it was like okay like i like you reaching out i was like oh this is like another sign that this is a good step to to make you know right yeah it's it's, it's crazy and like i i saw you because i i was aware when you had unregulated and i noticed you're doing more tiktoks and stuff and i think what really attracted me was the seeing the process of the design of you drawing out the design is like oh man this this guy actually does have talent yeah. and yeah you know like there's there's a lot of potential here and you have experience printing it and making sales with it and so i think that especially also as college students we, we should definitely support each other in our like pursuit uh passion and stuff yeah um, but you brought up the alchemist and i'm also a big fan of the book the alchemist and earlier you were talking about learning by doing and i just remember i was going over some of my notes today and there was this quote from the book that said there's only one way to learn the alchemist answer it's through action everything you need to know you have learned through your journey you need to learn only one thing more so it's through action basically it's everything's through action it's just that's it's that's it you know it's like um and i think people a lot of people and myself included with some things are afraid to try anything because they're like oh well i'm gonna be bad at it yeah like uh and i know there's some quote that's like you know you have to you have to suck at something before you get you're good at something that's just the price of entry right Um, right and so i think um a big part about matic and like the inspiration like we were talking about earlier is just um getting over those fears of failure and not and also just changing the frame of mind not seeing failure as a failure seeing Mm -hmm. failure as lessons learned and stuff like that um because i was you know i was a little embarrassed with unregulated i was really embarrassed because i was just like you know oh like i'm so stupid like why would i ever think that people would want to buy these designs like you know all that stuff it just like uh and it can be really hard to like get over that but what you have to realize is it's like um people who are really successful especially in the clothing industry are have been doing it for years and years and years Mm -hmm. you gotta put yourself out there absolutely right that's that's big man but i feel like I, i'm very inspired by what you're doing with t- time to tea uh or sorry <laughs> two tea together right. four, time for tea two together um i because i saw your podcast um a while before we you reached out to me uh and because we talked about my friend turner being on it but i was like i was really like damn like this is really cool um, and it was just so unique because you know we talk about how like a lot of people don't know a lot about tea right. or tea, um, and to to take on that duty of you know educating people on tea and exposing people to tea, it's like not it's certainly out of the ordinary and not, probably not easy because it's right. like, um, I think people are definitely like they have a tendency not to be open and welcoming to these like new things that they're not used to. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if they've never had tea, they probably don't want to try tea like. Um, if they're closed-minded people so it's like exactly um, up, i think it's definitely an uphill battle that you're doing in it but I, I have so much respect for it because it's like thanks um, man it's important to expose people to new ideas and i'm so right. glad you introduced it to me and gave me some because it's like it's something i love now and right. i yeah that you know I, I needed it in my life yeah that's huge i really appreciate that um yeah no i i it was for me it was also because it was a uh, me pursuing tea starting a podcast all of this was totally unexpected. And it was also one of the things that COVID kind of helped nourish. Uh, and also the, the alchemist um, has always been like a, my, I started reading in grade 10. And uh, that was when I first read it. 
And then this year I decided to read it for the third time. Um, and every time I go back, I would, I love the journey and um, like the story of the book about like the personal legend and stuff. And it's always been really inspiring to, to find something that I'm passionate about. And I guess it's all, you know, this is all part of the process, but something I want to, you know, talk to you about and like discuss is, you know, what keeps you grounded and motivated with all of the chaos, the distraction and all the noise that comes with, you know, college being in college, you know, how do you find a balance between, you know, social life, academics and something on the side that um, that's also very important to your own personal life? Um, so definitely a lot of my motivation just comes from like having committed to myself already, you know, just right. like saying this is something I don't want to give up on uh, in the past uh, kind of keeps me in check when on the times when you do want to give it up, you know, or like it's uh, you know, even when you're uninspired, just, you know, saying to yourself, well, I'm not going to quit, you know, even if it, even if I do something small for it, I just I need to keep working at it bit by bit. Right. Uh, and also a lot of my inspiration just comes from uh, the people around me. Mm. Uh, for, for the most part, the like the reaction to putting myself out there has been overwhelmingly positive. Right. Which is so, so crazy and so unexpected because, uh, you know, you have these before you do it, you have all this fear in your head that, you know, people are going to respond negatively, um, make fun of you, tell you your designs are bad. Um, and there's definitely been a few people that have not been very supportive, but for the most part, just everybody around me um, and the people whose opinions matter to me right, say right. like what I'm doing and they think that it's a good idea. Um, and it's that really like, like that keeps me going when, when I was at, a, I literally was at a party this past Friday um, with all the kids from my high school for the first time. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And so I was like, I was just walking around and people came up to me and they're like, Hey, like I've seen your TikToks on my for you page because TikTok goes through your contacts. Right. It'll show you videos of people, you know? Um, and they're like, I love this design, like whichever one it was. Um, and that like was so, you know, that just gave me the extra pep in my step to like, keep going. You know, I was like, I've been working on the Shopify store all weekend because I'm just like, I, I gotta keep going. I gotta start making moves because people are expecting big things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exciting. We're in that, like, it's in that, it's in it's that stage of, like, just in the very beginning where you got all this hype, excitement going. Yeah. And now I just got to, you got to keep doing, being consistent with it. Exactly. It's like, it's this close to being real. You know, it's like, I don't, right, right now, under the name Matic, like, we don't have anything tangible, but like, it's, it's just on the horizon. And it's, yeah. It's just like, oh, sorry. You're still in the building blocks of it. You still, right. yeah. And so just like the net, like the next step is just like making something tangible out of it. Right. Getting some sales going. Exactly. Yeah. That's exciting. It's on people's backs. Like, that's just what I want. I want something for myself too. Like I love, I love (laughs) wearing my own stuff when I'm right. And it's got my own logo on it. That it's like, you can't beat that feeling. I know. I like, cause I'm all, I'm also someone who's really like, Oh, who's always been super into customizing things. Yeah. And I feel like having your own brand is like the ultimate customization because you've built that entire thing from scratch. Exactly. It's like you're wearing like custom everything. Yeah. Like my, actually my favorite, my favorite teacup was a teacup that I um, um, made it. Yeah. That I made. And it was, it's, it's, even though it's like probably not, it's not the best in terms of holding uh, capacity for the tea. 
um but like the and it's also like design's not perfect it's like i dropped it in the middle of it so it's like <laughs> there's like spikes but it's my favorite because it's i know i made it myself i've seen the process of how it was made and right. i know that like uniqueness to your personal self is like something that no one can take away from absolutely and you made it with your own two hands and it's yeah. just like there's nothing quite like it just holding something that like is 100 you it's just like and that's the thing is it's like you don't expect if I like the inspiration for all the clothes, um, the interpretations of the songs that I make designs based off. It's like, it all comes from me, you know, and, and like how I see the world and what I think would look good. Um, and you can't expect anybody to see that something you made and, you know, and think it's cool because it's like, why would they, you know, it's like, right. it's your vision of what is cool or what is like fashionable or whatever. Um, so when you do, make something of like that that you feel is like an extension of yourself right and, and other people see it and say oh i want that you know that is a crazy feeling because it's it's sort of like validation you know it's like oh i'm not you know it's not just me who thinks this is looks good it's like these people outside of me like me and like like what i think exactly what they should look like and that's a crazy feeling that is yeah and what you just said reminded me i uh, sorry like i'm like flipping for the for the no, pages yeah, i love it i love it I, I want yeah to um but like what you just said you know about like your own do, doing your own stuff designing things that are unique to your own preference and your own um what you think it's good yeah so the the alchemist and says that you know when we strive to become better than we are everything around us becomes better too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like bettering yourself also betters the community. That's something that I really want to emphasize with Matic is just that, like that learn by doing it. It's like, I hope people see me, you know, I, cause I post, I last summer, I post all the process of the printing, right. uh, the dying on my Snapchat stories, like all the behind the scenes stuff. And it's like, my hope is that people recognize that and like try want makes them want to do something themselves exactly yeah it's um it's it's inspiring i feel like any anyone who is pursuing their own thing uh, that they've got going it's very inspiring because you're you're really putting yourself out there and you're really just starting from from like from scratch yeah and seeing seeing that that thing grow is also very encouraging but it's also in order for it to grow you got to be consistent with it and in order to be consistent with it you got to be really passionate about it in order to keep it going yeah and when people see you putting yourself out there and they see it's like they it's an upward spiral just because people like i have people reaching out to me being like like oh this is so cool i have one kid reach out to me he's like hey like i like i actually like to do graphics too like what do you think of this um like yeah dude and it was like that was one kid and i was like wow like that's crazy that somebody wants my input on like what they right right um so it's just like uh exactly to your point of just like trying to bring everybody up because it's like I feel like especially today whether it's from social media or whatever like just like um people a lack of mindfulness like I feel like there's a lot of bitter people and Mm. try to bring you down right Um, and I just like uh it makes me really upset when I see it like I see it observing other people or uh, it's happening in an environment that I'm in just like negativity and like non-open-mindedness um so i i really hope that like as i develop the message of matic because obviously it's a living thing it's not you know it's not 
concrete, but I hope it grows into something that nurtures this environment of creativity and like do it, dutiveness and just like right. uh, positivity. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's exciting times for sure with, with everything going on. Yeah. And we, we mentioned about COVID previously, but I also want to go back to COVID because I know before the call we had you we had some uh, talks about COVID that has you know that helped contribute to your to this journey of yours, and so how has COVID impacted you know your life and your clothing production? So definitely the the summer of COVID was a big milestone because I, I was coming out of the school year, you know, down horrendous, just bad 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 mindset, right? Uh, just like bad vibes, and then so. Um, we talked about how kind of I, in that time I was starting to discover mindfulness yeah, um, and just meditating and so being self-aware. Um, and those were a lot of things that became very important to me as a person. And then now are, I think it's being reflected in the brand just because the brand is an extension of myself. So it's exactly. Like, um, yeah. Right. And so mindfulness, it, it's a big topic nowadays. Everyone's talking about mindfulness, throwing this word around about being more mindful. So what does that mean? Like adopting mindfulness and like, what are some mindful practices that, that you picked up since yeah. COVID? For me, mindfulness, I would say is um, just being aware that you're not the only person on earth you know and right. that it's not your like i used to say like oh like my life's a movie you know something like that but it's like that in the you know implying that i'm the main character mm. like, but realizing that you're not the main character um and like in even if you were you know just like it none of it is like as serious as as we think it is right right um i think just and that's a, it's a funny balance you kind of have to find between like trying really hard and taking your life seriously, right. but not taking yourself seriously and yes. not having a big ego. I think that's huge. I, I, I really do think that um, you can't take life too serious because that's also something I'm learning. I'm learning like in, the, in my process of, of the journey is like, you got, you got to be serious. Like there, you got, you're right. You brought something that's really very important about this balance of taking yourself seriously, but also like taking the things that you do seriously, but not taking yourself too seriously. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, that, that's, that is big. Cause it's like biggest thing for me. And even like last summer when I was doing the clothes, I was do it was a lot of my ego involved. I was posting mm. heinous stuff. Um, just being like, I don't even know what I was doing, but it was just like, Oh yeah. Like, mm, like I'm going to be the greatest like clothing person ever. And like, and I think a lot, I was kind of trying to be Kanye a little bit, too. <laughs> like this big ego inflated, like, I'm right. like that, that's the way to be successful. Cause like, that's what I want to do. Um, but just in picking up meditation mm. um, and just learning, you know, uh, and just journaling was another big thing that I saw. Oh, yeah. um, just in taking those 10 minute periods to reflect and breathe and just, and, you know, and let it go a little bit right uh, i kind of learned that um you know it's not that's not the right way to do it right uh, i realized that it's, everything's not about yourself 
uh, you kind of have to sometimes you have to like recognize your very egotistic ways and then let those parts kind of just go. And for me, T has been one of those things that because T naturally it uh, and it does make you sit down and reflect a lot. So in that sense, it is very meditative. Yeah. And I believe you mentioned something about how um, just the history of meditation goes hand in hand with the history of tea. Right. Yeah. Cause it's tea. It became widely acceptable amongst the Buddhist and the, and the monks that were practicing meditations every day. They actually drink uh, particularly puer um, to keep them, to keep them awake and not fall asleep when they're meditating like all day. Right. Cause you sit on a rock for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> Right, exactly. And so tea has been the thing that that's helped them not fall asleep, but also keep a clear minded and presence. Yeah, I think not only in the, you know, actual consuming of it, but I, I always find like when I'm making a cup of tea now, it's just very nice to, like, you know, just, you know, I don't have my phone on me. I don't have anything going on. You just, you're boiling the water. I right. Do, it's like, it's just like, it's kind of like a therapeutic process in itself. And then you have, you know, the nice drink, um, sit outside, do whatever. But I've, I've definitely found that it's like uh, a great add on a great supplement to the other mental uh, health and mindfulness practices I do. Absolutely. Um, anybody, you know, that trying to get into or is into mindfulness and meditation, I would definitely recommend adding tea to your routine. Um, because I have found it's had a lot of positive impact on me. Mm -hmm. Right. I guess maybe we can now shift towards uh, some of your reflections or just what you think <clears throat> moving forward, you know, like how, you know, how following your passion hard has been rewarding, right? It has continuous provided opportunities by putting yourself out there. And also the alchemist has been both a very influential book for both of us. W what are some key takeaways for you in the alchemist? I know you already mentioned it earlier, but yeah. Um, so definitely from the alchemist, just understanding that it's, there are signs mm -hmm. in the world that there are things that will happen that are pushing you in a direction that come from the universe. Right. Simply put, like there are just, there will be things that happen. Like recently, um, one of my TikToks was put, my friend put it on her story and a guy who owns a brand in Martha's Vineyard saw it. Oh, wow. House there, and he reached out to me and said, you know, I want you to make me a design. And we ended up working together. Yeah. Uh, so that was like, and that was right. That was like my second TikTok that I had made this semester. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, what are the odds that I just started to pick this back up again, this, you know, making designs. And now all of a sudden somebody wants to pay me for it. You know, it's like it's crazy. That, that feels like yeah. somebody's telling me, Hey, like, you know, chase the carrot a little bit, like kind right, of, right. um, and I, I know in the alchemists, they talk about it. Um, this idea of like beginner's luck, right. So, your personal legend and all of that. Yeah. They, they, in the book, they say, um, beginner's luck is the universe trying to incentivize you to continue down this path that you, of your personal legend and your personal passion, because, um, like the universe knows there's going to be ups and downs, but they want you to get started because the whole universe is conspiring to help you fulfill that legend. Mm -hmm. And I actually have that quote from the beginner's luck. 
Yeah, we're on our same page. Um, I'll start off the quote for Brazil. It says, every search begins with beginner's luck and every search ends with the victors being severely tested. And so I think what the author is trying to say is that, you know, you, every search begins with beginner's luck because it's trying to push you more towards it, your personal legend. But then as you keep on going, it becomes darker and darker. And because right before they introduced this, this quote, Earlier in the page, it said that why don't why don't people's hearts tell them to continue on, continue to follow their dreams? And the boy asked the alchemist, and then it said that because that's what makes a heart suffer most, and hearts don't like to suffer. So you have to go through a lot of suffering and and dark hours, you know, before making it. hundred percent. And that's the thing is the reason you asked, you know, what my motivation is. A lot of my motivation comes from knowing that if I quit, then I just become one of the 99%, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. You know, it's like how many people you think have tried to start clothing brands, you know? It's, it's, yeah. It's very common. And how many have made it? There's so many, you know, it's like, but in a year, five years, 10 years, how many of those people are still going to be doing it? And that's right. what matters. It's a marathon, not a sprint, you know? Yes. Yes. So it's like, there's this, and similarly, there's this Kanye quote. Um, that's probably the most inspirational quote that, you know, I can think of yeah. um, for me. It's, and he said, lock yourself in a room doing five beats a day for three summers. I deserve to do these numbers. Oh, wow. When he was first starting, because he used to just be a producer, right. he, he made five beats a day. I don't know if it's hundred percent true, but the idea is that, you know, make five beats a day in your room for three summers um, because that's just how you get better is by doing and doing and doing. Yeah. By doing and doing. And then, so, um, you know, I'm coming up on my, this is my third summer doing this. Wow. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I have a feeling of butterflies in my stomach because I have a feeling that like, there's going to be a lot of big things coming out of this summer. You know? Right. Right. You just get that feeling. And then once you get that feeling you got, you can't, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Like that feeling where like you just have the feeling that it's going to be good and there's going to be opportunities. Yeah. And that's, that's like momentum. Just keep making it keep going. Exactly. I'm just, I, I feel it in my core and I'm just so excited. That's awesome. I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Wow. Um, but something I wanted to also mention about the book, because I was, have, have you read the foreword? Because I wasn't aware of this until like reviewing for this for this episode that I was that I only become aware of now about The Alchemist. What is it? Okay, so the author, he 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 said that he was in the forward, he was talking about like the background of the story, yeah, right? How, how it didn't sell. Yeah, how it didn't sell. And it was and he was saying how like this, but he had a lot of faith in it this entire time because the book was basically him. It was it's like a fictional autobiography. Um, it like represents his story, his soul, uh, right. but it, it didn't sell for an entire year. And he was actually 41 at the time and desperate. Like before this book, he wasn't, he wasn't known, but then this yeah. book is like now one of the 10 most 10 best-selling books of the 20th century. Yeah. And it's, you know, I remember it said it, it took an American coming to um, South America and picking up the book and deciding that it needed to be translated into English. Like, yeah like those crazy breaks like that but on the on your point of it being an extension of himself or his own it's it's a story about him that's exactly what i'm talking about with the clothes the clothes are just you know an extension of me right right um 
it's yeah I, I identify a lot with what this book talks about yeah man me too and it's, it's like I feel like it, it, it applies to everyone's life but anyone who is pursuing pursuing like their personal legend yeah and that's the thing is I I wish um everybody would read it just so we could talk about because I it, it really helped me understand what I wanted to do right you know um and so I feel like if more people knew what they wanted to do, um, it would be, you know, like, I don't know. I just, I want, I want to be able to discuss these things with more people. Cause I like, when you reached out, I immediately understood that it's like, Oh, he's pursuing this passion of tea and he's going to be doing all these things. He has the podcast, like just produ- producing something trying to make something um, is like, that's the stuff that I really value. Right. Right. Like, Me too. I want to know more people who are doing that and yeah. like following their passions and just like go getters. It's like, and that's kind of what the message of the brand is. It's just like, go do it, you know, do mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, do it to the max. Yeah, dude, that, that is, that's beautiful. Yeah, that is, that is beautiful. I, I do think I definitely agree. Cause also part of the reason with like, you know, to tea together and the whole tea, the tea thing that I'm, I've been really pushing towards is that, is to spread you know tea culture in in my in my community of people with people around me. I want to show them that you know tea is is beyond a drink. It's beyond just tea bags. There's a whole there's a whole culture and history to it, and um that that and it's also experience. You know, so that it's it's to it's to change people's perception about tea. Just how like in the '60s, people's perception of coffee was also changed. Yeah, and that's. I think it's very admirable, but it's also, I was so interested to learn when you said the history of tea is older than like the history of wine. It's comparable. Like tea, a lot of people come, a lot of people compare tea with coffee, but I think it's more appropriate to compare tea with wine um, because there's a lot more similar attributes between tea and wine than tea and coffee. You mentioned that it's a consumable antiquity. Yeah. There, there is that aspect of it for like for HTs, you can definitely age it, and the the longer it is aged, it's been stored, the higher value it is. It increases in value with its age. That's yeah, that's very cool, and mm-hmm. that's um, it's just that's to your point of there's more to tea than just you know Lipton disposables. Uh, it's like I don't think a lot of people know that, and so you know that's like I I love that that's your job is to you know, just let people know that there's so much yeah. on and it's had, it's had an impact on me. You know, it's like, um, I, I drink it frequently now. Yeah. I pair it with my meditation. I pair it with when I'm journaling and it's just like, it's part of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it, it's one of those things that go really hand in hand with what we're experiencing with the trends of society right now of like people wanting to pick up things that are more authentic wholesome um healthy and mindful like tea checks all of those boxes yeah um it's just getting away from like all the fake stuff it's like it seems hard to avoid now these days just yeah things that are bad for you without even knowing they're bad for you right and so like i i do i do have a lot of faith in it but i think it's gonna take some time because it's so it's one of those things that's, that's so simple and that's just so out there it's been here for a long time but in our part of the world, it's just been very like non-existent. There hasn't been enough 
um, perception and like not a lot of people are doing are not representing it and putting stuff like this out so people are not as exposed to it but I think as more people get exposed to it it will get picked up easier yeah and I think um, giving people an easy way to access it um, both literally and metaphorically right is important so I don't know if it's like if I'm jumping the gun here but kind of like if you want to talk about what our plans are to kind of help push that forward. That's, that's perfect transition. So right now, Dean and I, we were dropping a collaboration of uh, yeah. clothing apparel for T and Matic. Um, and you want to briefly desc- uh, describe the design? Yeah. So the main design um, is, so our uh, mascot, his name is Steve, the robot um, because Matic uh, learning by doing uh, is kind of, I'm also a computer science major. So um, artificial intelligence is something that I'm really interested in. Um, and the way artificial intelligence works is that it gets better by doing stuff because it learns and it gets, it gets better at doing the thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then, so that's why I kind of chose a robot to represent the brand because, you know, just getting better by doing. Um, and so we have Steve um, and he's pouring himself a cup of tea um but he's a guy one yeah with a guy one and it's uh it's overflowing out of the cup which kind of symbolizes um you know this uh it's okay to make mistakes right there's like there's root and everybody makes errors even robots so like um i think it's going to be really cool um it's not quite finished but we're working on it right Uh, and i'm i'm really excited for when the final product is out because i think um it's a great way for people to kind of get a first taste in a sense of the life of tea. Yeah. And then the, um, when we were envisioning this collab, the idea behind the design is that the tea component is exposing the artisanal tea to a non-traditional audience. Um, so our audience is college students and college students, especially with tea, it's not, it's not their preferred to, to go drink, but our design and the, the collab is geared towards this audience that's very non-traditional but also very innovative at the same time um so it's going to be a very exciting drop and it's going to be there's going to be a whole order and everything once everything drops uh, with this episode i'm excited me too i think it's i think it's very cool because when you originally approached me with the idea you said i want to take this thing that's really delicate tea and combine it with this loud and aggressive uh streetwear aesthetic. yeah I said it. Yeah. And I was just like, um, when you said that, I like, I was, I felt, felt something, you know, I was like, right. that, it clicked for me. It, um, it, we're bringing the traditional tradition, you know, tradition, combining tradition with traditional with, and trendy. Yeah. Traditional and trendy stuff. It's a, uh, it's a new take on tea and a new take on fashion. Yeah. And that's, and that's what it's all about making right. something that's never existed before. That's what yeah. it's all about. Exactly. And can't wait for everyone to see this and hopefully wear it yeah hopefully wear it but yeah it's been absolutely amazing having you have having you talk on this on this podcast man thank you so much for having me yeah i'm really i'm really excited for for everyone to hear this especially for you know our friends at wake i'm also very excited for everyone to see the design of this collaboration because it's going to be absolutely fire absolutely yeah Um, All right, man. Take care. Yep, you too.